The hustle culture that always tells you to give more, do more, and be more, and the pressures that come simply by being a woman has caused us so much damage in terms of stress, burnout, and a feeling of not enoughness. But guess what? You are strong. You are good enough. You have intrinsic value just by being you. You are deserving of your heart's desires. They don't have the power to give you permission, but you do. For a moment, you just simply forgot. By taking back your power and discovering your unique path, the path that works for you, committing to the inner wellness woman that you are initiates a process of wholeness, wellness, and wealth in your life. In this podcast, we will uncover our path of inner wellness women by exploring the feminine principles of spirituality, desire, rest, and connection as our guiding lights. Warm welcome. I'm your host, Linda Houston. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Inner Wellness Woman. And today is one of my solo episodes. And today what I want to talk about is really consistency. Consistency is something that's been on my mind. And it's something that uh, has been on my mind for a long time. Let's put it that way. Um, Excuse my voice. I have had a bit of a cold. So I hope you can hear me properly because this is a very important topic, right? And so when I think of my relationship with consistency, and maybe you can relate to this, is I've often felt I don't have consistency in my life, or I'm not good with consistency. And that might surprise you because I've been told (laughs) that I'm very consistent. And yet this is an area that I've struggled with for most of my life. Um, And when you don't feel like you are consistent, there's a tendency to feel like you can't keep up with what's expected of you and you fail at being productive because that's something that you hear again and again by thought leaders that talk about productivity or business people or really in any area of society you hear experts talk about the importance of consistency showing up again and again in order to build trust with people in order to really get your work out into the world in order to develop a skill, there needs to be consistency. But I want to challenge you to t- today to have a look at consistency in a different kind of way. That yes, some level of consistency is important. But what's even more important is for you to know yourself well enough to be able to create a strategy for consistency that works for you. And that's going to look different for every person. What consistency looks like in your relationship to consistency is going to be different for you based on a lot of different factors compared to somebody else. So really, you are the one who knows best what will work for you. But what's important is showing up for that to identify what your pitfalls have been in the past and make a constructive 
a plan that's gonna allow you to show up uh, in the future. So when you don't have consistency, it can make you feel like you're not good enough. It can make you feel a lot of frustration that you keep on falling behind on your goals or you keep on failing to meet a certain deadline because of your lack of of showing up and being consistent on it on a certain project you know procrastination is a part of this as well um a lot of people admit to procrastinating when a project comes up and there's a deadline but this can also be a negative relationship to consistency consistency the fact that you know there's this thing that you need to do but you don't want to do it, so you put it off until the last minute. But if you instead could look at the situation constructively and look at, okay, what is it that I need to do in order to get this thing done in a really strategic and enjoyable way? Is it possible for this process to be enjoyable? Ask yourself that, because if it is, If there's a level of fun in it, then it's also going to be easier for you to do. This feeling of frustration often leads to feeling a failure. Nobody wants to feel like a failure, right? And so this is why it's so important to break this loop because feeling like a failure constantly, consistently, you might not be getting things done consistently, but you might be feeling like a failure consistently because you're not showing up when you think you should. And as a result, you feel like a failure. This blocks your confidence. It, it takes a toll on your confidence if you keep on thinking in your mind that you're a failure because you have showed up, you have failed to show up in the way that you feel that you should. So as I mentioned, this has been a struggle of mine for almost as long as I as I can remember, where I have felt like I should be doing something, whatever that may be. And then I make a plan for it to show up every day to show up on a very uh, regular basis to this task to the point of going too hard which then leads to a form of burnout of just simply getting to a point where you don't have energy for it anymore and you just cannot get yourself to do it there is not a single fiber in your body a single cell in your body that wants to keep showing up for this thing and so you stop and you quit and then that lingering thought comes back you told yourself you would do this you didn't do it you are a failure look at the track record look at all the things you've started and not finished look at all the things that you have quit on you're a failure it isn't until recently and really delving into my human design and learning more about my energy type that's allowed me to be more relaxed when it comes to my relationship with consistency. And as a consequence, I've been able to be more consistent (laughs) showing up 
to the things that matter to me, the things that I want to do, the things that I've told myself to do. This has given me incredible momentum and incredible encouragement and just that pat on my back that I'm going in the right direction. So there's a lot of things to take a look at when it comes to how you should adapt your relationship with consistency based on who you are. Now, we live in a patriarchy, which means that a lot of things in our society is modeled after the man and not the woman. So that's one aspect to have a look at when it comes to consistency. If you're a man, then hormonally, biologically, it's going to be easier for you to show up on a 24-hour clock, um, day in and day out, for work, just because of that's that's how your hormones as a man are renewed on a 24-hour cycle. For women, it's not like that. For women, we have consistency, but our cycle is much longer. It's a 28-day cycle, approximately, according to our menstruation cycle. And each phase in the cycle gives you the, the opportunity to show up in life in different ways. In one phase, that means you'll need more rest and you'll need more time for reflection, evaluation, contemplation. And that's not to say that you won't get anything out of that or that that's not valuable. It's hugely valuable. But if you are in the resting phase of your menstruation cycle, trying to be super productive and on top of that, going really hard on the gym and and just doing, doing, doing in every part of your day, that's not going to be helpful. It's like you're going to be pushing against yourself. On the other hand, you don't necessarily need to rest on during the phase where um, that gives you the, the, the optimal things that you need for execution. So for women, the, the menstruation cycle goes in four phases. Uh, I've mentioned this before. I'll just mention it briefly to make this point. So there's the menstruation phase, follicular, ovulation, and luteal phase, which is also known as the PMS phase. And so the times that you should really consider resting, taking it more easy, not going so hard at the gym, trying to slow down with work if that's possible for you, it's during your menstruation and right before the menstruation, the luteal or PMS phase, which is also the longest phase in your menstruation cycle. On the other hand, ovulation is the time you should really go hard and really execute and just be ready to show up in the world as your best self because your body will support you. You'll have more energy and that's really the best time for that. The same goes with follicular. That That's also going to be a time where you'll have an increase of energy. So follicular and ovulation phase, those are really the, the, the phases for doing more so the ovulation phase than the, the follicular. So that's something to take into consideration when it comes to consistency. You might not be consistent on the 24-hour clock, but 
you're consistent on the 28-day cycle or the 28-day clock, if you will, if you accept that this is what you have to work with. And then you can set yourself up to really be productive, get the most out of the follicular and ovulation phase, and let yourself rest when you need to rest. Another thing to take into consideration is your human design and your energy type. So most people belong to the generator energy type category. Being a generator or manifesting generator means that your sacral center, which is the center for life force energy, is defined. And it's where you have access to a doing energy. It's really only this type that has consistent access to doing energy. So it's the majority of people, 70%. But what about the people who don't belong to that category? That's still 30% of the population who are projectors, manifestors, and reflectors. And even if you're a generator, I want you to consider the tips I have for the other energy types because as a society we have a huge addiction to productivity and we do not know how to create productivity sustainably which is why there is such a an epidemic when it comes to burnout when it comes to anxiety when it comes to mental health problems we simply won't allow for rest and this is a problem So whether you're a generator or one of the other types, there is always going to be room for you to have to to, to implement more rest in your life. But specifically for projectors, manifestors, and reflectors who do not have a defined sacral center, rather it's an open center, which means that we take in this doing energy of others around us. If there's a generator around us, you pick up this energy from other people and you amplify it. So you may think that you have this doing energy, but it's only for a short period of time. It's not yours. So if you hold on to this doing energy for too long, it's actually going to do damage physically to your body, which is why these types are more prone to burn out than the generator type. But on the other hand, it can be really difficult because of conditioning for these types to know when enough is enough. And certainly this is a, a problem for me as a projector where I think to myself, no, I can do this. I can, I can do, 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 do. And I do a lot and I don't take breaks and I don't feel like I can take a break. And I get a lot done, but then to what avail, you know, I'll, I'll feel completely exhausted afterwards. And it's not healthy in the long run. So for a generator, this doing energy also needs to be used in the right way. It, it means that because you have this consistent energy or access to your, to your sacral energy, it means that doing is actually healthy for you that you need to be moving, you need to be doing different things, engaging in different things. But the key here is that it needs to be in line with what lights you up. It needs to be the thing that you love doing 
or else you too are also going to feel the burnout. But you are more a more physical being. You need to move your body. You need to be active in a more physical sense than a energy type who um, who does not have access, consistent access to this sacral center. So keep that in mind. Uh, in order for you to be healthy, like I said, you need to make sure that you're physically active, that you're moving around a lot, going to the gym or just running, going for walks, you know, keep keep your body moving and that's going to give you so much. So let me give you an example for my own life because recently I feel like I've kind of figured this out, out for myself as the projector that I am. I recently signed up, well, specifically the uh, 1st of January, I decided I was going to do the annual Yoga with Adrian 30-day yoga challenge. I really wanted to do it. I love her style of doing yoga. I love how doing yoga makes me feel. I know it's really beneficial for me in so many different ways. But I have done the same thing before, exactly the same thing, where I've signed up for this 30-day program with yoga with Adrian, and I haven't completed it because of the pressure of showing up every day on your yoga mat and doing the exercises because that's how it was set up. But this time I thought to myself, you know what? I'm a projector. I'm going to do it the projector way. I'm going to to not just push and pressure myself to do something, which is what I have the tendency to do because I'm conditioning but instead i'm going to tune inwards listen to my body when my body tells me that i need to rest i'm going to rest even if that means that i won't do yoga for one day and then on the other hand when i feel like i have more energy i can do two yoga exercises or maybe even even three in one day and that's exactly what i've done instead of being like I need to complete this 30-day challenge no matter what. Pushing myself to the point of, of, of getting sick. Literally, this is what I do. I push myself, push myself, ignoring every signal in my body just so that I can, can uh, fulfill the promise that I've made to myself. But it's not sustainable to do it that way. And so this is what I've learned. This actually works for me. Something else might work for you, but that's how I've been able to do this challenge so far. Now, there are two days left of the challenge officially, and I still have some days to go, and that's okay. I have been showing up on the mat, I've been doing the exercises, and I've been resting in between, and I feel so proud of myself for that. I have a little tracker I've been tracking, which episode I've been doing, like how many I have left, etc., And seeing how many I've completed, even though it hasn't been every day, has been great. And it gives the affirmation that I'm showing up for myself. I'm doing what I promised myself to do. And so I invite you to do the same, to adjust your goals, whatever they may be, according to what you need. And it's really helpful to know your human design at least your energy type, just knowing that part. There's so much to unpack uh, 
once you look at your body graph, but to at least know your energy type can give you so much insight in terms of how to support your wellness. So I really encourage you to do that. So the same goes for your goals, right? Any goal. Space is what you may need. We talk about consistency as showing up the same day in and day out, but there's something monotone about that. And we're not robots. Even though there's a value to showing up no matter what, there's also a value to being kind to yourself and tuning into what you need. But you need to be careful. You need to be honest with yourself if you are really doing that or if you are making excuses. And that's another topic for another day. But know that you do not need to push yourself beyond your limits to reach your goal. Consistency can come up in many different shapes and forms. So make an extended plan that takes rest into consideration. Rest and space. Space out your goal. If you have a goal to do 100 push-ups, start by doing 10 push-ups every other day. And you can give yourself a pat on your back that you've done that. You know, if your goal is to show up on a podcast like I, I am doing, right? I'm showing up on this podcast and you would like to show up as much as you can, but there's a lot of factors to take into consideration. Your energy needs to go to your family, your work, your, you know, your exercises, all of the things that you do in a day, cleaning the house. So you might not always have access to this energy of getting that goal done every single day. And so I told myself, I want to publish this episode every week, but it's not realistic for me to create a new episode every week. So I said to myself, okay, I'm going to allow space every other week. I'm going to show up for a solo episode and for the other weeks, every other week in between that, I'm going to have an interview published. That's what I've done so far. So it seems to be working better than putting the pressure on myself to show up every week. And so you have to test it out and not be afraid to experiment, not be afraid to try different things until you find what works for you. And again, that's what human design is all about as well, learning about your human design. It's an invitation to experiment with it. You don't have to accept it as truth. There's just the invitation that this could be a tool that can make your life easier with less resistance and more enjoyment and more and better health, more fulfillment, more joy. But you need to experiment it uh, with it first or, you know, experiment it with it and see if it works for you or not. Secondly, I want you to really look at the things that restore you. Really keep this question in your mind. What is it that restores me, that makes me feel really good afterwards, that makes my soul light up, that makes 
me lose track of time, that makes me laugh and just enjoy my life, what activity can I be doing in order for that to happen? And again, that's also going to take a lot of trial and error and just to try different things. But once you find something, I encourage you to actually make a list so that you have a go-to checklist of the the things that you can always rely on to get your energy back from. Because it's so important to have this uh, in your kind of toolbox, to have a place to go to restore your energy. There's so much talk about productivity and less talk about restoring your energy. If you can't restore the the well that you derive your energy from, you're going to burn out. And yes, the, the level of productivity that uh, society seems to, to want from us now may be unrealistic, but when you allow space and rest in your day, you'll be absolutely surprised at how much energy you will get back and as a consequence, how much more productive you can be. For me, my list is to put on music and dance, to sing, to go out in nature, to meet with like-minded soul sisters, to do something visually creative like paint, to bake. Yeah, that's my my go-to list. Or, yeah, it can also be different. Like sometimes, definitely the dancing is at the top, but... Sometimes it can be, you know, doing yoga or just doing some quick exercises. Sometimes it can be just going someplace new with the family. You are the one who knows best, again, what will work for you. But we need to invite, we need to invite play and magic into our lives. And sometimes you find yourself just stuck in the routine of the everyday and then it's hard to 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 find the joy or you need to get back to that joy because the joy is what gives you the zest for life and it gives you the energy and so resting is a good thing let's take the stigma out of it and uh, start enjoying our lives more and by resting <laughs> and that in turn will help you be more consistent and help you show up for your goals better. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Inner Wellness Woman. I hope you got something out of this episode. And if you did, please share with your friends or somebody you think might need this message. And I have some news for you. So... I am launching my coaching. It's starting now. I'm I'm ready to coach right now. I'll have a program available from February. Uh, From the 1st of February, you can enroll in my three-month program where we will dive into your inner wellness. And that means the pillars of inner wellness are health, wealth, and wholeness. And create a strategy for you based on your goals and the blocks that you've been experiencing, the struggles that you've been experiencing that keep you feeling stuck and in misalignment with your goals. So we will find a strategy together and we will have a look at your human design, 
go much more deeply than just your energy type but we will look at your energy type as well as your the centers that are open and defined and what that means for your wellness and how based on how you are uniquely designed actually create sustainability in your life when it comes to your goals when it comes to creating the life of your dreams and so we will have weekly calls to check in where you're at there will also be assignments or exercises to help you along your journey to to stay accountable and i will help you deal with your blocks as you face them through different exercises and so having this for three months will allow us to go deep and will allow definitely allow results in that period of time so if you're interested please email me at innerwellnesswoman at gmail.com for more information you can also find the information on my facebook page at inner wellness woman and if you are curious to know more about your human design and how that links with your your overall wellness and how it can help you create wealth in your life and create wellness strategies for your your health your physical health and your your inner health you can also do a one hour call with me where we'll look at all these topics and we'll also create an action plan so that you know what next step to take to create some momentum in your life so i'm looking forward to hearing from you and have a wonderful wonderful week